tests we've done yet. Which one? <laughs> What's up, everybody? You're listening to Split Screen Gaming Podcast, the occasional weekly podcast where three <laughs> lifelong friends correspond about video games from the comfort of their homes. I'm Chad Michael Ennis. I'm Holden Depardo. And this week, joining us is special guest Marie Antoinette. She couldn't be here for obvious reasons. <laughs> Not so obvious to me. Uh, okay, so you're That's still one sexy woman, headless and all. <laughs> headless and all. Uh, Gorgeous. We've got some great stuff for you. Both of us are really sleepy today, so it's going to be a real good podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> we've got some news. We've got some good games of some good systems. We've got some good banter. I can already tell it's going to be good because we scripted it all out. Everything I'm saying right now, I'm reading off of a piece of paper. Yeah, this is actually a scripted podcast. We read. It's true. This is like we just find scripts of movies that haven't been produced and we just read them on this podcast. There's a a surprising lot of movies to talk about video games in the week. Yeah, they're very poorly written. (laughs) The dialogue's natural, at least. It's how people would really talk. Yeah, sounds good. Hey, Holden. Let's start out like, wait, wait, no, hold on. This is our most ambitious podcast to date, you guys. We have a lot of stuff. We have news. We have some stuff. And <laughs> we have tired. some subscriber interrogatives. Now, we're going to talk this week about uh, the uh, best games of a console generation, as well as, or for the console, I should say, as well as the... Did you just say this? <laughs> no, I don't remember. <laughs> well, I'm going to say it again. We're very tired for this podcast, obviously. We're going to talk about the best games of a console as well as the game that best, I should say, represents that, uh, yeah. that well, console. Represents or showcases? Showcases. Let's do yeah. that one. We'll do both. As I said, this is scripted. This is... We're not making it up on the on the fly. Uh you guys, we're going to start like normal, though, and we're going to talk about what the hell have you been playing, Holden DePardo? Holden I, McGillicuddy DePardo. Your mom I, named you that. That's weird. I, I'd you rather you share that. my full name on the podcast, Holden McGillicuddy DePardo. Yeah, McGillicuddy. What is that? French? Again, I don't want to go into it. I don't want okay. people to think less of me or anything like that based on my region of origin. Just tell the people what you played, dear God. <laughs> We're playing three games this week. Uh, I started off playing Mr. Shifty on the Nintendo Switch. That shit looks good. It is. It looks fun. It's really fun. Basically, you are, I think you put it best. You're Nightcrawler. Yeah. Which is kind of like... Like from X-Men. Not not uh, Jake Gyllenhaal Nightcrawler. <laughs> Very different Nightcrawlers. <laughs> that, would be, that would not be a good game. <laughs> Nightcrawler, Jake Gyllenhaal. Just filming all of these horrible accidents. That, w- that would be kind of a good game. It's kind of... It's okay. Do you remember the game, the Japanese game, where you're taking pictures of ghosts? Oh, what was that called? Fatal, Fatal frame. frame. Yeah. Yep. It's like that, except you're taking pictures of people dying and murders and things like that, and you're not doing anything to help. Only on Nintendo Switch. Only on Nintendo Switch. In the game, you are like a, like a nightcrawler like character in terms of his like special powers, where he can just warp in uh, short distances really quickly, and it's in the style of Hotline Miami. Where it's top down, you have a lot of enemies coming at you. One hit, you're dead. You, so you kind of have to be really quick and think about who I need, who strategically I need to get first. At first, you're only fighting guys that have like handguns. Then they are just these. You have these really big guys that are really strong and tough. They don't have guns though, but they're harder to take down. Then you guys with shotguns come in. You got some machine guns. 
it's really fun and it yeah. really builds on itself well apparently there are some frame rate problems we talked about in the last episode i haven't experienced it too much but apparently they also happen in the later levels which i don't know if i've made it there quite yet because i've also been busy playing two other games what i know before i share my other two games what else have you been playing I that's what sex sounds like. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, I kind of the biggest thing that I played this week since I platinumed Horizon Zero Dawn last week. Waste of time. Waste of time, except best of time. The best of times. It was the worst of times. Actually, no, they were all the best of times. I spent fifty-three hours on that game, and it was beautiful, delightful, beautiful. Yeah, uh, but this week, your computer! Oh, it almost fell. I caught that. Oh, Actually, the couch caught it. And the couch it. it up. Good job, couch. You get a dollar. You're always looking out for me, couch. Uh, what else did I play this week? Oh, what's the game? Oxenfree. Oxenfree. That water is so cold and I delicious. Know, right? You just feel it go all the way down into your bunghole. That's how water works. You drink it and it goes into your bunghole, right? Tell about your game. My game is oxen free. Uh, I played that. I beat it. Played it all in one sitting. It took like four or five hours, maybe. Uh, this was an indie game that came out last year on PC. Pretty early question mark. I just played it on PS4. It was part of the indie sale that happened on PS4 not too long ago. Uh, it was a great game. It was super cool, like sci-fi story of like using. <laughs> trying, trying not to pay attention to you fiddling with this microphone. It's gonna fall over. A really fiddle. hard time with it. I'm trying um, to be quiet so the audience didn't know I was messing <laughs> with my microphone. And then you blew that, Chad. Oh man, what was I say? Oh yeah, really cool story with like calling, like accidentally calling aliens and summoning them with uh, using this radio on this remote island that everyone goes to as part of a ritual of their high school. Anyway. Really super cool game, uh, totally worth. It, I paid nineteen bucks for it. it was, or no, it was a buy one get one free. So I guess I technically played like ten bucks for it. Um, but they also just released it on iOS for like six bucks or three bucks or something like that. I don't know, but totally worth your time. Great game. There's a lot of discussions for game of the year last year too, which was pretty cool. But it didn't happen. But it did not get game of the year anywhere. I don't think. Because Uncharted 4 came out last year. And what did get Game of the Year in a lot of places last year? Uh, Overwatch. Overwatch, that's Overwatch, right. Overwatch, yeah, that was the big game. Another O game. Oaksenfree. Oaksenfree. So that was the big thing I played. What else have you played? Uh, I played a little bit of Graceful Explosion Machine, which I enjoyed. You watched a little bit of that. You didn't seem too interested in it. Yeah, I mean, it just looked like another... Like Geometry Wars kind of another like style twin game. stick shooter, yeah, kind of Geometry Wars. It's not twin stick though. It it's, looks it's twin stick. It, it doesn't play twin stick. You shoot in one direction forward, and you can either look left or right. So it's got fifty percent fewer sticks than twin stick shooters. Sounds like fifty percent. I would I would game. say it's two. I mean, if you think the stick is three hundred and sixty degrees, and this is two directions, so it's pretty pretty narrow compared. But it's very fun. I, I have a narrow it. urethra. Dang it, Bobby. And then the other game I played was Wonder Boy. I probably put the most time into Wonder Boy. What a condition. What a medical condition to have a narrow urethra. <laughs> so I played Wonder Boy. <laughs> Tell me about it. You're like a fish boy in this or something like that? Actually, you start off as a boy. That's incredible. I know. Just another boy. And then you you fight a boss, and then you turn into a little lizard that shoots fire. And then you got like a Charizard? Or Charmander? No, or Charmeleon? He's, he's green. 
Oh. Yeah, so it's not the same thing. He also wanted a Pokemon for trademark purposes. Mm. But, no, basically you are trying to, like, lift these curses off off of you. It's a remake of an old game from, like, 30 years ago or something like that. And you can, on the fly, switch back and forth to the old 8-bit style. So is being a boy a curse? And you lift that and you find out that in real life you're a lizard? No, you're and normally... That's a curse? And then you lift the lizard and find out the whole time you're actually a fish boy? No, no you're no, normally you are a boy. Okay. And then very early on in the game, you get a curse put on you because you fight a mecha dragon. Oh. Yeah. Mecha. And then, but the the best part about the game is the art style is gorgeous, really really nice. It's all hand drawn. Mecca. And the animations are hand drawn. You know, people like Tex Mex. It's hard. It's I think they really just like cheese. Tex Mex has a lot of cheese in it. It's it's mostly about the queso. Living in Texas for five years, Tex Mex is good. I mean, that's what everyone from Texas is like. Oh, you think you like Mexican food? That's how people from Texas talk. You, you think you like Mexican food? Wait till you try Tex-Mex. You've never fucking tried anything else like it. And then they just order a lot of queso, and I love queso. So, yeah, Tex-Mex is great. It's, it's great. It's fun. There's it's no other food other fantastic. than queso, and you scoop it out with your hand or a straw. Yeah. So, Wonder Boy was fun. <laughs> yeah. Fish Boy Lizard Soup. Yep. Uh, what else did I play, Holden? Thank you for asking. Holden, I I'm also just a very thoughtful a- person. <laughs> <laughs> I also played... A little bit of Snake Pass while you were peeing for a long time. I, and I played I two levels to, of Snake I had to Pass. Do more than Peach, and I think I important. hate that game. Yeah, I in I don't hate it, but it's not The control scheme scheme is like the whole that is the point of the game is to have this obtuse control scheme as yes. you're controlling the snake. And Basi- I just don't think it's it's fun enough to warrant having that. Basically, you screen. just control him going forward, and then you then control the head. And everything just kind of follows the direction of the head. Yeah. But when you start having to climb up poles and stuff, like there's there one point where there's this, bam- like this long piece of bamboo that you have to like wrap around. But if you fall off the bamboo, you just dot- plummet to your death. Wrapping around objects in that game is really fucking hard. There is something I think you might have missed, though, and that's that you can grip, grip. onto it with oh, the okay. eye. I got that? it. Yeah, okay, I got, got it. That? Okay. You're, you're a smart guy. You're a smart yeah. guy. I'm a smart guy. There's dude, like one of eight dude, buttons dude, to hit. <laughs> you can figure it out. <laughs> yeah, and I, didn't, so I've, I guess everything I'm playing right now is just kind of holding me off until like Mario Kart comes out. And I haven't... Would t- you go for as far as to say it's holding you off? Oh, very good. Thank very you. good. Thank you. I've never heard puns of my name before. That is a new one. Thank you. <laughs> holding it in with holding the part of trademark. Someone had a good pun of my name. It, and they said... Uh, they said that... Well, I can't remember... You know, I'm going to botch it so much, I'm just not going to say it. Bocce Ball's a fun game. I'll tell you later on. Speaking of our gaming podcast, Bocce Ball. Bocce Ball. <laughs> <laughs> the rich white bitches sport. <laughs> That's uh, our other podcast. But it is fun, though. Uh, have I played anything else this week? I don't think you have because you don't like video games apparently. Oh yeah, you never right. have things to show oh, that you've been right. playing. I think I played something the other day. This is like the first time you've shared that you've played a game. <laughs> that what we've been playing section. Mm, question. Nope, you're wrong. Have you been playing? Incorrect. You, did you say all your games? Yes, yeah, Mr. All three. Shifty, Mr. Swifty. Here you need an agent. What? What? Those, a, are, those, those were like, all three games. My brain right now. You guys are. This is a very special edition of this podcast, <laughs> episode nine. We need some sleep. <laughs> yes, you guys. It is so late. It is. It is literally eight of the clock 
on yeah. April 23rd, 2017. It's so late. And we have a long night ahead of us, too. We're going to do this, watch some Veep. Oh, Veep. And then Silicon Valley premieres tonight Veep as well. Veep all over my pussy. Which I couldn't not be less excited <laughs> to find out what happens in. You guys, do you remember what happened this week? Because you don't have to remember, because we have it written down, and we're going to talk about it to you. Are, are we? Welcome to News Stories. <laughs> 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 Hold on, I'm gonna this start podcast is so far is so stories. like we're doing stuff. <laughs> we're um, so tired. All right. Hey, what's our first news story? I got. I'll tell you about it <laughs> as soon as I unblock content blockers okay, on so Gamespot.com. I, I have a story already. Tell me about already it. ready. I think this is the biggest news story of the week, and it's not even that really big of news because it's obvious. Call of Duty World War Two was oh, finally yeah. announced. Surprise! And it's the same pictures they showed in the leak are the same pictures we saw. Not really any additional information yeah. other than that is coming out in the fall. <gasps> the fall what? Call of Duty? What? A November Call of Duty? It never happens. So also, this is not really news, but it is World news. War II Call of Duty for 100 years. The 100 years, exactly, correct. Also, Call of Duty World War II, they might as well just called it, colon, the same thing we've always fucking done. Actually, they <laughs> haven't made <laughs> a Call of Duty game that's in World War II, yeah, in like nine years now. So I don't think you know how time works. It's been nine years. Nope. A World War Two one? Yes, it's been really? nine years. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. What did I you guess think that's I when I stopped playing them. <laughs> what did you think I said? <laughs> no, I just thought it had not been nine years since they made a World War Two. Yeah, Call no, of Duty. it's been nine years. Really? World, World at War let's, was let's the last one. Let's uh, Oh, this is gonna be terrible. <laughs> advanced so many Warfare, Ghosts. No, it was Advanced Warfare. Modern Black Warfare. Soft, I'm not. Black Black I'm not naming them in order. Okay. Because I don't know the order. <laughs> okay. Advanced warfare. This is not gonna help us Ghosts, at all. Ghosts. Modern warfare. Modern warfare two. Modern warfare seven. Advanced <laughs> warfare two. <laughs> Ghost singular. <laughs> None of most of those aren't real Call of Duty games, but I would not be surprised if they came out eventually. Um, this is actually. I think guys making World War Two are making uh, are made advanced, advanced warfare. warfare. Yeah, yeah, advanced warfare. So and you I know what is surprising about this though. What? As far back as I can, re- and by that I can remember, like the at least the last three or four years, Call of Duty has always they've always leaked something, but it has always been kind of officially announced at either an Xbox or Sony press conference at E3. Yeah, and the fact that they just put out a little news blurb today and saying more coming via our uh, live stream or something yeah, like the that 28th, on the twenty eighth, yeah. that was or surprising 26th, to me. Yeah. Which means I don't, I don't know what that means for E3 and Call of Duty. Whether they just like have an exclusive I, content that they show off, or I seriously think that we're starting to going to see the decline of Call of Duty. Not like it'll still be a big seller, yeah. But after Infinite Warfare, I think that the series might be on the decline. It's been out for a very long time, and, and franchises just don't usually last like this. Especially yeah, like Zelda. Real, but Zelda's not released annually. Yeah, well, neither is. And also, Assassin's Zelda's not Creed a big anymore. seller either. Yeah. It gets a lot of hype because game journalists like it. You know it. what else is not a big seller? Animal Crossing. Also not released yearly. No, also is, irrelevant to this conversation. That is a huge seller. What are you talking about? Animal Crossing? God, huge those are Animal Crossing amiibos that are cards as well. Uh, here's another news story. Oh, God. Burps. McGillicuddy. <laughs> You like struggling. Here's another <laughs> new story. You couldn't get it uh, out. Hey, Sony released the top twenty best-selling PS4 games on PSN, and I, like we're we're gonna pretend that we're platform agnostic a little bit, even though we're definitely you're a Nintendo fanboy and I'm a Sony fanboy. Uh, 
But the only reason I'm reading this is because of the number one game on the chart that surprised the hell out of me. Do you know what that game was for April? Number one? April, I mean March. Number one? The number one best-selling PS4 game on PSN in the U.S. for March 2017. So, this, so I'm going to take a guess here. I'm going to say I, I don't have the story, so I don't know. Okay. This is new for me. Think is about it, some of the it, releases that came out. Is it is it a PS4 game, a PSN game? Is it like a full PS4 Best game? Best-selling PS4 game on PSN. Okay. I'm going to say it is either Horizon Zero Dawn or Mass Effect Andromeda. I've not said it yet. No. It's okay. Ghost Recon Wildlands. Really? Yeah. Number kinda, one, Ghost Recon Wildlands. Number two, Horizon Zero Dawn. Number three, Mass Effect Andromeda. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I mean, I think I haven't that, heard I, anyone talk about that game. Totally. I thought that game kind of just dropped off the face of the earth. Like, it yeah. came out, dropped off the face of the earth, everyone talked about Mass Effect and its weird faces, and then moved on. Yep. Interesting. But apparently that was the number one best-selling PS4 game on PSN. Fascinating. I don't know what how whether they... Because whether they, I think there was like a sale where it was like 30 bucks. But I don't know whether they calculate best-selling as sold the most numbers, made the most money. I don't know what that means for it. But isn't that – that's just so surprising. That is very surprising. You don't hear anyone talking about that game, but then it is the number one best-selling Not even that. There just wasn't a lot of fanfare in general for it. There was not a whole lot of marketing compared to the other games. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I, I'll tell you my PlayStation story. The PS4 uh, Slim is going to be upgraded to a one terabyte hard one drive. One terabyte? Is it? Here's a question: Is it upgraded or is a one terabyte model also available? So it says that it will continue to sell for two ninety nine, and be arriving on store be? shelves for um this month. Is the five hundred discontinued or discounted? Uh, or let both? me see what this article says. Why don't you fucking read your stories before you bring them to my fucking show? <laughs> I'm just clarifying. It's not your show. It's our it's show. It's my show. It's an odd-numbered one, so the I get to The company is no longer shipping the 500-gigabyte Good for model. you, Sony. I wonder if, like, games, if like the companies have – the stores have the ability to discount them on their own. I'm sure they do. Yeah. That's well, they probably want to get rid of those units as well so they can get the one-terabyte units in. Are you kidding I think no, this is They good. probably want to take I, people who don't know the one-terabyte's coming and be like, oh, yeah, buy this 500 at full price. That's great. And then be like, ha-ha, suckers. <laughs> I am glad about this because I have a – I mean, I'm not going to buy a new system or a new PS4 at least, but I have a 500-gig PS4. Yeah. It's not enough. Those games are massive in size. Yeah. I think – what was it? Call of Duty, I don't play Call of Duty, but Call of Duty, I think, is, like, over 100 gigabytes, which is fucking absurd. Uncharted is, like, 50 or 60 gigs. Yeah. Even the Dark Souls games aren't too bad, but they're still, like, about 25 gigabytes each And then you have so. your Drive Club save file. <laughs> which is 10 gigs. <laughs> uh, I think regardless, this is totally off topic, but I think regardless, if they release... Whether they release like a, a bundle or a price drop on the PS4 Pro, I'm getting one after E3. Really? Yeah. Even if it's the same price, I'll get it. But I'm hoping that maybe they drop the price or they bundle in something. I'm getting a PS4 Pro for that VR. Get a Switch instead. You already have a PlayStation 4. I'm going to sell my PlayStation 4. That way I only end up paying the price of a Switch for my PS4 Pro. Oh, so you could have just gotten a Switch. Sell Holden, your PS4. VR is important to my life. Oh, speaking of VR, there is a new story I have that is not gaming related, 
but it is VR related. Okay. Facebook bought Oculus, and then Facebook. Hold on, that happened years ago. I know that happened. You're bringing years that ago. to our news story right now. You're not letting me finish. All right. You need to relax, Chad. I know you're tired, but oh my god. Well, go ahead. Tell your story. I'll take a nap. <laughs> it is nap worthy because what Facebook is doing is so fucking dumb. It's called VR Spaces or Facebook Spaces, and it's like their VR, their VR experience. There is like social VR. Basically, you wear the headset and you are in like a zoo with a bunch of pandas or something like that, and you're with your friends who are cartoon versions of your friends in VR. It just looks absurdly Wait a stupid. Minute. I wasn't listening because I was pouring water. VR, you you're going to a virtual zoo with your friends in VR. With Facebook Spaces, that is that's one exactly of the what I want from VR. That's exactly one of the possibilities with Facebook Spaces. But you can only go with your friends who also have VR. Can you go by yourself? I'm sure, but I mean, that's that's like being able to explore virtual areas of the world. Oh no 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 no! You're mis you're misunderstanding it. It is not like you can explore the zoo. You just sit there, and you, there's like a zoo happening around you. Like, you might be at one part of the Zoos zoo. Zoos don't happen. <laughs> or, like, another example is, like, they showed basically more or less VR drone footage of, like, a drone flying through, the like, a uh, it was like a lake with forests surrounding it, and you're just, like, above the lake with the forests, and you're there at a coffee table, like, floating in space with your cartoon versions of your friends. I don't think you understand this very well. It's, <laughs> it's you're so, not explaining it's so, it very well. It's so bizarre. It's no, I'm explaining it. I'm explaining exactly what it is. You are like at this virtual cartoon coffee table with cartoon versions of your friends in real world recorded places in VR. You're at a cartoon coffee table above a lake flying through the air? Yeah. Okay. It's really weird. And it sounds terrible, but Facebook is doing it. Good for them. Yeah. I'm excited to see like more things happening in VR because I fucking love it. This is a thing, but it's not. I don't think it's a good thing. All right, your turn. I did two stories in a row, actually. Yeah, I know. So I'm you do two freaking in a row. pissed. <laughs> I pissed in my pants about it. What if that's what being pissed off meant? Like, or being pissed at somebody? Like, you get so mad you pee your pants. Like I just walk in, see a customer at work, and I'm like, I, and then I pee myself. I, I just feel like that would encourage people to want to make other people mad. <laughs> Ooh, I bet if I make him mad enough, he'll piss his pants. Oh, that's great. And then he'll get madder and piss his pants again. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Have what you heard of it? this game? The Friday the Thirteenth game that's coming. No, I haven't. Really? It's actually pretty cool looking. Uh, it's a a game where you play as the campers at Camp Crystal Lake, and then one person also gets to play as Jason. Um, and it's basically just a survival game. And you can all pair together to kind of defend against Jason. It's kind of one of those asymmetrical, kind of like Evolve or something like that, where one person's yeah. a monster, things like that. Uh, but it actually looks kind of really cool. But it's launching in May uh, with the multiplayer component, and then they're adding actually a single-player component later, uh, which is... Cool. I'm not, but I'm very concerned because those asymmetric multiplayer only games haven't really done that well. Like Evolve is now free to play, and they're struggling to keep a player base, things mm -hmm. like that. But 
It looks really cool. I definitely want to try it, but it's 40 bucks coming out May 26 for PS4, Xbox One, and, PS- and PC. I'd try it. But it's, yeah, one 1v7 asymmetric multiplayer. It looks really cool. You should watch a trailer for it. I should watch a trailer for it. You should watch a trailer for Facebook Spaces. Oh, my God. Do they even have a trailer? They do. What is with you and these things that have trailers that I can research and enjoy? I could say the same about you. Next story, right. Chad. Give me another one. I'm a grown woman. Uh... Uh, this hold on. This one's a kind of a sad one that I want to have a little bit more conversation about. Okay. Um, Nintendo. This one. We'll go with this one. Nintendo will reportedly release SNES Classic. You Edition stole that this from me. Year. This is what I really want. NES Classic. Eh, that's cool. SNES. You got Donkey Kong. You got. Did you ever play the Lord of the Rings SNES game? You got Power Rangers. This is a Lord of the you Rings got, SNES game. Oh yeah, and it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they'll include that one. You got Earthbound. You got Super Mario All Stars. You got Link. Link to you the got past. Link to the Past. This is the shit. This is the one I want. Anytime someone's like, oh, man, the old era of video games were so good. The NES games are so much better than games are nowadays. I'm like, to me, older games started getting really good with the SNES. Oh, my God. Mario Kart. Star I never, Fox. never played the SNES version of Mario Kart. Oh, my God. It yeah. used to have a wireless controller because apparently the cord was way too short. It doesn't have to have a wireless controller. Just a long cable. longer than a foot and a goddamn half. I don't know why they did. They didn't want to replicate the like the feeling or the experience of sitting in front of your TV, no. like playing. Did you ever have a Super Nintendo or a Nintendo? No. Those controller wires were so goddamn long. Oh, were they? They really? were like ten foot each, and then you could buy extensions that make them twenty feet. Oh wow! They were huge. It's because people knew you're gonna be sitting in your living room mm-hmm. and you need to have the controller reach. Yeah, and then they're like. Oh, you want a classic little mini system? We'll give you little mini cords so you can fry your mini irises while looking Maybe at the Maybe the cord is proportional <laughs> in length to the size change. Uh, so this is not not announced by Nintendo, but it's the gonna source happen. Eurogamer, who, uh, whose sources correctly leaked information about Nintendo Switch's console prior to its reveal, claimed that the SNES Classic Edition or SNES Mini in Europe will be released in time for Christmas and that development is underway. They are not going to talk about that at E3 at all. Nope. They They will will just one day be like, hey, this is a thing. Mm -hmm. Try to get it. Joke's on you. no (laughs) one will be able to get it. I really hope. So they said last year that they did not anticipate the demand for the NES. Now they know what the demand's going to look like. And I would argue it's going to be even higher for the SNES. Yep. So I really hope they do a good job with this in, de- in terms of supply because I want one. I would pay $100 over the 60 or whatever it costs for the SNES Classic. I'd pay $100 for that thing if they meant that they could make more of them and I can get one more easily. Prove it. I want you to pay more money right now to me. No. I won't give you an SNES, but I just want to know that you're willing to pay more money for something. That sounds like a great idea, Chad. Yep. <laughs> Which is, I'll square cash it to you right now. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Read as many stories as it takes for you to get done with your stories. Well, you <laughs> stole one from me, so uh, I only have me. one, and it's very short. Yeah. It was really just going to – I was seriously going to do – I'm going to do this quick mention of this story, and then I'll go to SNES Classic, and then no – Chad ruined it for me because that's what Chad does. He ruins things for me on this podcast all that's the time. That's a burp. That was a burp. Actually, it was a dragon. <laughs> that was not a dragon. Was, there's a. I have a baby dragon. Here, there be dragons. Norbert. So Jonathan Blow, who made Braid, who made The Witness, which is one of my favorite games of of uh, last year. That's Jonathan's last name. Jonathan. Wait, 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 wait. Jonathan. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> 
Um, so I'm really excited about Jonathan. <laughs> Sorry, that's breath. That's, that's breath, breath of the that's wild. Breath of the wild. Jonathan. Yeah. His next game, he showed a quick prototype of it off, and essentially, it's, this is really quick. Essentially, all we know is that it involves a 3D character on a plat on a grid platform with a block that can move around the platform. That's all we know. But I'm excited because he did so much with lines in The Witness that I want to see what he can do with the block on a platform now. And I will wait seven years for it. <laughs> God, this guy sounds fascinating. The Witness is truly a brilliant game. It's I bet incredible. he's a great boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> he's not boring at all. Yeah. He, he um, has, like, so many positions he's figured out. <laughs> I had no idea there were, like, 900 different positions you can do in Missionary. I had no clue. <laughs> Uh, so this last story kind of takes me into like a little baby topic that I just want to put out there. I don't know. There's not a solution for it in my head, but uh, the topic is Sony is shutting down servers for select PS4, PS3, and PS Vita games. Even uh, PS4 games? Uh, well, there's one PS4 game, yeah. Which if one? If you are a big fan of high-velocity bowling on PS3. Damn it! Medieval Moves, Deadman's Quest. Or this one, Sports Champions and Sports Champions 2. That was actually... Sports. Kind of popular. Uh, or on PS Vita, if you played Mod Nation Racers Road Trip. I or Kill Strain on wanted PS4. to like Mod Nation Racers a lot more. Yeah, me too. Uh, or yeah, Kill Strain on PS4. So as these games, like, as we get more into the digital age and the online community and things like that, like, as games are no longer played that often, got to cut the cord turn off online functionality because it's just not cost efficient to keep them up and running yeah. which for game preservation kind of sucks you can no, you can never again access the online features of these games which means going forward if we want to you know like if an SNES or a, an NES game you can go back and you can play that in its exact form mm-hmm. as it was intended to be played day one uh, and you can play that today whether it's on the original cartridge whether it's on a ROM or something like that in some way virtual console it has been preserved as it was intended to be. But going forward with all of these like servers that you need to have up and running, 30, 40 years from now, there's going to be so many games that, A, one half of this is the online functionality is gutted, so you're only getting to play a handful of features. Or what's, what's weirder uh, or more upsetting is that for game preservation's sake, if you have a physical disc... All of the day one patches and content updates and things like that, if you, 30 or 40 years from now, still have that physical media, you're not playing the game. The The end game nowadays is very different than what's on that disc. Well, I think we had talked about earlier, like we, a few weeks ago, uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5 when that came out. Yeah. And the, it only had like the tutorial and the first few levels on it. And there was a 7 gigabyte patch or day one update that added the rest of the game. So how do you preserve that? Do you reprint another one, Game of the Year, plus all the shit? The answer the is final... they, they don't. Yeah. there's It's not going to happen. This There have been games that have already, already been lost to the past. I know I talk about Zelda a lot, but it's very relevant right now. Uh, there is a, a game called BS The Legend of Zelda. Swear to God, it's called BS The Legend of Zelda. It doesn't have our bullshit. It has like broadcasting system or something like that. And it was an internet-connected SNES that you would a game was literally broadcasted to you. And you would go around the Hyrule Fields. You'd, you'd, you'd be playing the same thing everyone else the same exact time was playing. 
but you can't obviously can't reproduce that again. So it's all your fault. It's just lost in time, and I think even the Wii games are going to have a problem. Yeah, being stuck on a system with, with motion controls like that. That how do you mm-hmm. how do you replicate that on future hardware? Yeah, it's it's interesting because the video game industry faces a problem very different than the movie industry. Movie industry they can just yeah, no matter what, it shows no, but, up on a screen. Yeah, unless like they lost the film reels or they they aged or something like that. Yeah, but games that's not necessarily the case. It's kind of sad. Yeah, yeah, it's sad. But at the same time, though, games as software, it all builds on itself. So games get better and better and better. You don't need to go back to those crappy old games. You're right. You're <laughs> right. Speaking of going back to crappy old games, let's move on to this week's kind of big topic. Um, We're going to put ourselves in a scenario. You forgot the topic. Nope. I'm trying <laughs> to figure out how to frame it. We're going to put ourselves in a scenario. Somebody died. <laughs> what? Somebody died in 1980. When did the NES come out? In 1980, man. 84. 84. 84. They died. 84. And then we figured out how to bring people back to life today. And they're like, oh my god. Right before I died, video games are about to be a huge thing. What have I missed? So we are going to figure out for every system, console and handheld, from the NES to now, what one game is the best game on that system, in our opinion. And what one game best represents that system. So what one game should this person play from NES to the current systems? So in this scenario, they they died right before the NES came out? They died right before the NES came okay. out. So we'll start with NES. Yes. I think the two obvious games on that list are Legend of Zelda and New Super Mario Bros. Ooh. Final Fantasy, I think, should be on there too. You You think that Legend of Zelda should be... Like, the absolute game that they should play on the Nintendo's entertainment system? Yeah. Really? Absolutely. I think Super Mario Bros. 3 is, like... That is the best game on the system by far. Okay. But you haven't played Super Mario Bros. 3. I haven't. Yeah, I think Super Mario Bros. 3 is definitely the best game. It's maybe not... Maybe it is the the game that showcases it best as well. Well, it has to be... We can't have the same game for both, can yes, we? Yes, you can. You can, so... Is- yes, you can. So, okay, so I haven't played New Super Mario Bros. 3, so I can't say if it's better than Zelda or not. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're showing your age. New Super Mario Bros. is something that started with the Wii generation. Did I just say New Super Mario Bros.? Several times. Super Mario Bros. (laughs) (laughs) Old style. Retro style. There you go. Old. Super Mario Bros. 3, old. So, I just just aged myself. I just showed how young I am. (laughs) So, I haven't played Mario Bros. 3. I have played Legend of Zelda. I have played um, Super Mario Bros., the original. I think that in a, in terms of a game that showcases the NES the best, I yeah. really do think that is Zelda. Really? It implemented a save mechanic that was like brand new at that moment that was not possible on like the Atari systems of, of the past before. I think it was more of the cartridge, however. The cartridge had something built inside of it. So I don't know if that really counts as showcasing the ability of the NES so they had to add something as an addendum to the NES to make that happen. But I guess what would what would what are we showing off of the NES? Like what's the big thing about the NES? Like that I don't know. The Rob the Robot? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. That's right, because it wasn't video games. The it was an entertainment where you could jump system. On it? 
No, we have to have a game that that utilizes the power glove really well. That power (laughs) glove, yes. No, I think I think like visually what you're able to do and mechanically what you're able to do. Super Mario Bros. Three kind of knocked it out of the park. Okay. Um, So you're saying that's the one on both accounts? I think so. Okay. You have more experience with that than I do, so I'll just take your uh, your word for it. Fuck. I also called it New Super Mario Bros. You did. So. You did. New yeah, Super the Mario graphics of New Super Mario Bros. blew everything else in that generation out of the water. <laughs> uh, Atari 7800. We're going to pretend that doesn't exist because I've never played one. Yeah, not even. What is I, on that? Galaga? Snake Pit? Snake? Snake Pit. You know what So we're going to tell this guy, listen, Atari came out. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> they don't last that much longer. Sega Master System. This is going to be hard for us. Yeah, I don't know anything few. about the Sega. I'm Sega just gonna Master say whatever System, Sonic game I'm was out on sure it. Pretty sure the Fantasy Star came out on Sega Master System. To, to me, to just serve to me, and yeah. I'm gonna get. Thank God we don't have a big audience because I'm gonna get <laughs> so much shit for saying this. To me, here are the systems that matter in our lineup: NES, SNES, N64, PlayStation, PlayStation Two, PlayStation Three, PlayStation Four, Hold Xbox, on. Xbox Three Sixty, Xbox One. You're forgetting about the Game Gear. I don't give a <laughs> shit about the Game Gear. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say Sega Master System, Fantasy Star, because I think that was on it, and it was a pretty... I thought Fantasy pretty Star awesome. was on the Dreamcast. Was uh, it also... Fantasy Star Online was on the Dreamcast. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Fantasy Star 1 through 4 was on earlier Sega Systems. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I'm going to say, and maybe, I don't know, a Sonic game. Who the fuck cares? Sonic. Just that that Sonic game. Sonic. Uh, Super Cassette Vision. What the fuck is that, Wikipedia? Come on. Oh, no. There are some great games in the Super Cassette Vision. <laughs> great, great system. Uh, are you ready? Yeah. Sega Genesis. You just take the reins of this one. I have no idea what came out I on that. I didn't play Sega Genesis. Okay, so maybe this is a bad idea to do this. Maybe <laughs> we should have just said consoles that matter. Sega Genesis, we'll pick another fucking Sonic game and another Sonic. Fantasy Star game. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Super Nintendo. Here we go. Super Here Nintendo. Is, all right, so I think this one we're going to have some contention over. I think the game that utilizes the hardware of the SNES the best Mm-hmm. Is Star Fox. Star Fox? Ooh. Star Fox Super Nintendo, not Star Fox 64 that you're thinking of, right? Obviously, because okay. we're talking about the yes and yes. I'm just making sure. Yes. You did say new Super Mario Bros. <laughs> um, Interesting. That or Donkey Kong. Because Donkey Kong had that... Donkey Kong Country 2? Yeah. Diddy not, Kong's not, Quest? Not Donkey Kong, the arcade mm. game. No. That utilized the SNES to its max. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, what was this? What's the name of that, like, style where it it's, like, using pictures or something like that? Yeah, the the uh, pre-rendered backgrounds and things like that? Yeah, pre-rendered backgrounds. Yeah. That, they look gorgeous for the time. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So I think, like, utilizing the system the best, those two games. One of those two games, I think, is the best example. I had a lot more fun and played a lot more of Diddy Kong's Quest, Donkey Kong Country 2. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Fucking car alarm. Uh, will you close the window behind you? Great. That helped. Oh, great. Um, Donkey Kong Country 2, Diddy Kong's Quest, is, will be my vote. You can vote Star Fox. I'm going to vote Star Fox, cool. yeah. Uh, it has, however, the game that everyone should play, Super Mario All-Stars. I, and by sorry, all, if there was one cart, it would be Super Mario All Stars. 
That uh, doesn't count. Plus Super Mario World, but Super that Mario World. That doesn't count. Yeah, Super Mario, Mario World is, is Mario very, very good. Yeah. I think your affinity is always going to be Mario games and on the Nintendo systems. Mine's always going to be Zelda. Link False. to the Past. Link to the Past. Oh, because so oh, the next system, I'm sure that will be easier. The Link to the Past is what set the standard of that entire franchise going forward. Yeah? Yes. Yeah? That's where the main mechanics of Zelda... Like, Breath of the Wild is link to the past basically in terms of like it's setting a foundation for how the franchise is going to go going forward ocarina of time is a gigantic ripoff of link to the past it's just made 3d the the structure is literally identical but is that the best game on the super nintendo absolutely it's the best game on super nintendo objectively or subjectively objectively actually it's very widely well, considered in my opinion you're wrong it's considered one of the best games of all time sometimes even above ocarina of time uh, but Super Mario World, cuh. It's, like, literally the best Mario all game. All Mario games Literally the, the best Mario. No, this Mario <laughs> game introduced all of the secret exits, all of the kind of hidden features, those keys. The Yoshi was introduced for the first time. Come on. He didn't make that noise in this game, but... Okay, then he definitely doesn't make it, so but no, we're not doing it. He pooped eggs. So this is another one. In them. You vote Super Mario World, I vote Link to the Done. Past. And then this go. guy will be like, that guy's really young, and I was dead once, so I'm going to believe Chad. Uh, are you ready? I am ready. Uh, f- fuck the Sega CD. Sega, uh, fuck, okay, if you grew up on Sega systems, you're stupid, until we get to Dreamcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, PlayStation. No, all listeners have stopped listening. PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, best game on the system. And I don't. One that, I, I don't think, have a lot of experience. In the I system. think I'm going to go Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid. Solid on both. Yeah, game that you should play and game that best showcases it's the, the system. If you think, if you really think about it, it is the only game that I can think of. And I granted, I didn't play a lot of PlayStation. The only game that has a modern feel to it. Yeah, it was also. It wasn't the first, but I think it was one of the first that utilized the Dual Shock. If you look at Crash Bandicoot, I'm sorry, but. That was not a great 3D platformer in hindsight. I don't think anyone's claiming that it is. Well, people love that game nostalgically enough to I think the point person, enough. I think Tim Geddes is the only person in the world that loves that game. No, well, apparently not because they're they're going to remake or remaster all those games for the PlayStation 4 coming out in two months. I know, I know. And I was watching the preview game coming out of on it. Tim Geddes' birthday. Is it really? Yes. Is it really? <laughs> yes, it is. That's so funny. They made it only for him. Yes. That's hilarious. Um, and the Tomb Raiders on there. Yeah, those weren't... They never really played great. Nothing. I don't remember anything playing awesome on If I could... I mean, the only other thing that kind of creeps in there... For some reason, Twisted Metal is in my head, but that's, that's... No, it won't... Either one, but Final Fantasy VII. Well, also, Twisted Metal was really good on PS2 with Twisted Metal Black. Yeah. But Final Fantasy VII. Oh was yeah, like, that was the that was the that was the reason for PlayStation existing. Was Square said, "Hey, we want to make this game. We can't fit it on your thing." And also Nintendo said, "Fuck you. We don't want your CD peripheral." So like, cool. We're gonna put Final Fantasy on this thing, and we're gonna use CDs, and we're gonna make it our own PlayStation thing. Yeah, um, I agree with that. So Final Fantasy utilized to the best. Metal Gear Solid is the best, or vice versa. Yeah. One of the two. We're just going to find. We're just going to pick two games for each system. <laughs> Who the fuck cares how we categorize them? Because that's what we do. <laughs> Welcome to Split Screen Gaming Podcast, the occasional weekly podcast. 
Uh, next up, Sega Saturn. Go blow yourself. <laughs> Nintendo 64. <laughs> um, Nintendo 64. Best game, Ocarina of Time. I think I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love I love Mario 64, actually. That was a tougher battle for me, 64 versus Ocarina of Time, than it was for Super Mario World. Versus I think, I think Mario 64 wins the showcase award. Yes. Because it... Joystick? Yeah, the joystick. And it was also the first one that's like... This is how you can make a game in 3D space, and it's mm-hmm. fucking brilliant. And it launched. It's apart from Breath of the Wild, is the, one of the best launch games ever made. Well, it was one of two. So, well, I'm talking about like you had the option of Mario 64 or Pilot Wings. So, but that that doesn't matter. Like I'm saying, as that one game, yeah, th- that was one of the best games you can get at the launch. I'm agreeing with systems. you, and I'm qualifying your statement. Okay, because I like to be argumentative. And people enjoy our banter. So not a lot of of uh, debate there. I think we pretty much uh, agree. Next up, the Apple Bandai Pippin, <laughs> <laughs> also known as the N sixty four. Somewhere in here, oh, this list doesn't have handhelds on it. Let's talk about Game Boy. Oh yeah, Game Boy. Game Boy slash Game Boy Color. Pokemon. Absolutely. Yep. Couldn't. Yeah. Like the Zelda games are great in that, but the Pokemon. Un- yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. The Pokemon. The Pokemon. The Pokemons. The Pokemon. The Pokemons. I would say that. Um, what? The one that really made it take off was Tetris, though. Yeah, that's, that's, that was the game I was thinking That's of. the one that everyone well, had to have a Game Boy for Tetris. Te- that's the one that my parents... Technically, it came with Tetris. Did it? Yeah. I don't remember that. It came with Tetris. Because it came out before I was born. Yep. But 89. that was the one where, like, parents were coming into our rooms in the middle of the night saying, Where's Tetris? <laughs> <laughs> I need to play Tetris. Like, Mom, I'm asleep. Give me the Game Boy. <laughs> Apparently, your like parents are from the Exorcist or something. <laughs> when they haven't had their Tetris fix, Captain Nemo needs his Tetris fix. <laughs> oh man, what so, was? It? Oh, no, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, yeah, Pokemon. I think Tetris is a good. Yeah. Uh, Link's Awakening about... really good, but I think that Pokemon definitely yeah, is the crowner. Is the is the crowner? It's the crown. Game Boy Advance. Game Boy Advance. <sighs> That's even tougher. But honestly, I'm not even going to say Zelda game because that Zelda game I didn't really care for that much. Uh, a Minish Cap. I would say Advanced Wars was Was a Minish awesome. Cap at Game Boy Advance? Yeah. Why do you think that was DS? Because it came out in 2005. Oh. Which is a year after the DS came out, yet it came out on the Game Boy Advance. Interesting. Hmm. Advanced Wars was my favorite Game Boy Advance game. I never played Advanced Wars, but I know everybody <laughs> Love it. Ooh, that was a hiccup. That was oh, like man. a high pitched squeal hiccup. That was hilarious. That's oh, a man. pig sound like I when they hiccup. I threw up a little bit in my mouth. <laughs> Advanced Wars is oh. a is like it's basically the same guys who made Fire Emblem made oh, Advanced great. Wars. All ninety Fire Emblems with every Marth that looks all the same as every other Marth. Yep. And what made Advanced Wars so awesome was it was really good strategy. It was really good, like really good strategy games, like the tactics tactics you could take. And I don't know, the vibe was super cool. You were like this scrappy general, like he was a kid almost. Not really, but he looked like a kid. And you just had to take on the, the Black Hole Army. And it was just a very basic plot, but it was nice. fucking... Like, as a kid, you know like when you you play games as a kid, like your imagination kind of creeps into like the story and you're kind of like making it up a little bit? Yep. Like that, that happened hardcore with that game for me. Like I just made my own scenarios. I was like, fuck it, whatever. Like... They're saying, this is my story of Advanced Wars. I loved it. Nice. 
I think stuff. I'm gonna have to just go with that with you because all I can think of that I played on a, on Game Boy Advance that came out was all like a Pokemon game or like which a we already did for the last one. They were like, really Pokemon games were not that much different year on year. No, they or weren't. generation over generation. But or or they're like re-releases of Super Nintendo games or things like that. What about um, WarioWare? I don't think it was WarioWare. I think it was just War like. I don't think WarioWare was on Game Boy Advance, was it? I, th- I think so. There was a WarioWare... I think there were two of them. There was WarioWare, and there was like a WarioWare where you tilted it or something like that. Mm, that there's two of like them, but Advance. I like the first WarioWare game a lot. And that was just... I think that was one of the best utilizations of the Game Boy hardware because it just used it in insane ways. I mean, you're still hitting the buttons, obviously. You weren't like you couldn't use a gyroscope. There was no gyroscope yeah. into it, but it was that was a fun game. Cool, cool. Moving on from the uh, Apple Pippin was uh, Sega Dreamcast. This is where you Sega people can finally stop blowing yourself. <laughs> Sega Dreamcast. This game system was the shit. I never had one. Uh, first of all, Fantasy Star Online. On a game console, you were connected to other people via 56K modem for the first time. 56K modem. Um, and it was a pretty awesome fucking game. But also, I think Soul Calibur deserves a mention here. Because that kind of, like, having a fighter in a 3D space like that, it was, people freaked the F out mm-hmm. when that fighting game came out. And then you also saw Sonic Adventure, which was a garbage game. But everyone pretended they loved it. I, I feel like that's the case it. with every Sonic game. Yeah. There's yeah. this People guy. People just themselves for decades. There's this guy at work, Nick. He has a Sonic tattoo. And even he's like, yeah, those games weren't <laughs> that fantastic. <laughs> if you asked me up until, I don't know, maybe 23 years old, I would have told you, yeah, I fucking love Sonic the Hedgehog. He's so cool. But I think I just like the Sonic the Hedgehog cartoons. They had cartoons? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. They, they did. He loved Chili Dogs. Fuck yeah. I had those VHSs. <laughs> and Sonic X? Yeah. Um... So I think I think I would probably say showcasing the system, Fancy Star Online, because you oh man, but they that had was one of the first serious like uh, online games that you can yeah. really buy, and people played the shit out of that. People forget Dreamcast was really popular at first, yeah, with games like that, and then it kind of fell off the face of the earth. Um, cool, 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 cool. Crazy Taxi. People love fucking Crazy Taxi. All right. PlayStation Dose. Here's where PlayStation, I thought, actually got good. Tell me your opinion. I would say the best game on PlayStation 2. Yep. Shadow of the Colossus. Ooh. Ooh. Great. I liked that game. game a lot. I also I, didn't have a PlayStation 2, so this is me playing it on PlayStation 3, yeah. or PlayStation Now, I should say. I don't I don't know if I could say that was the best game. Oh, so good. Because, um, I mean, you also had, like, GTA San Andreas, and... I think that utilized the hardware the best, because games like that weren't really possible before. Ah, oh, gosh. Yeah, I think if I had to pick, like, hey, you should play this game, mm-hmm. it would be Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. It's it's such a... I'm not going to say it's a perfect game, because it's Ooh, not a perfect like, game. 
Dueling is God also... of War. God of War, okay. Star Wars Battlefront for me. Those games were fucking awesome. Not oh, the best hard. games ever, but that's a really good one, yeah. That's hard. It's. I think this is where it's going to get a lot tougher for us to determine what the best game was yeah. of the generation. Hmm. But I would put my money on Shadow of the Colossus, or... What were the two Final Fantasy games that came out? Because there were two really good Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy games. Final Fantasy XI was the MMORPG. Well, technically, I'm Final counting. I'm talking single-player ones. 10 and 12. 10 and 12, yeah. 12 was supposed to be fantastic. 10 supposed to be fantastic as well. 12 is coming out remastered soon. Oh, is it? Interesting. Yeah. That was the first time they did a real-time action. I think so. I never played it. I'm going to whenever it comes out again. But uh, What do you think? I'm thinking... GTA San Andreas and Shadow of the Colossus. I'm thinking that too. Hot. Moving on. GameCube. No. Nope. Oh, GameCube. Yes. So you're going to be surprised by this. Why? What do you think? My you're going to say Luigi's Mansion. I never played that. Oh. What my favorite game, and I think utilizes the hardware the best on the GameCube. Super Mario Sunshine. Oh, that is a good game. Mm. Metroid Prime. See. See, Metroid Prime, I want as the Wii. It came out on Metroid GameCube. Prime, that, it came Metroid out Prime on Trilogy, Game... or maybe Metroid Prime 3 Corruption. That came out on No, so I have a game that takes that takes better advantage of the motion controls than that. Yeah. On the Wii. Okay, yeah. we'll hold we'll, on we'll, we'll okay. get to that. But on the GameCube, yeah. absolutely is Metroid Prime Yeah, 3. I think, I think uh, Metroid, Metroid Prime, Prime is Here, definitely up there. Here's, here's why. At that time, first-person shooters were very popular. They were just really starting to kind of come to consoles in a big way with, like, Halo, which we'll get to Xbox in a little bit. Yep. Those games hadn't really figured out the collision on on their worlds quite as well. So, like, they generally had flat-ish worlds. Metroid Prime had, like, space stations that were partially underwater. They were completely slanted. Like, worlds that you just, like, had not seen before in games the vibe and atmosphere of that game was incredible because of the 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 power that that console is able able to provide so it utilized the system very very well but it's also just the best fucking game on that system Hmm. and you know me wind waker's one of my favorite games of all time better than wind waker better than twilight princess better than mario sunshine better than animal crossing Hmm. all right I would Metroid love to... Prime is like the no I I freaking loved Metroid Prime yeah but Sunshine is a good one up there too it's actually my favorite Mario game now keep in mind I've not played Galaxy which is a big oh, shame of mine oh shit I know it's a big oh, I shame of about mine Galaxy fuck Metroid Prime 3 Corruption on Wii mm-hmm. uh, we'll get there we'll get there um yeah I think I'll go with with you on on Metroid Prime mm-hmm such a good game. So good. Also, so good. Which was a uh, limited time exclusive on that system, too, was Resident Evil 4, which I don't think many yeah. people know about, but that was a GameCube game at yeah. first. Yeah. He said he would cut his own head off if he ever saw it come to other consoles. And then it and then it came to every console. Yeah. <laughs> ever. <laughs> like, yeah, ever. It's on PlayStation That's, 4 right now. That game, though, is best on Wii. I have heard that. That game is absolutely the best iteration on Wii. So let's do Xbox, then we'll jump to the okay. Wii. Xbox, Xbox, X- Xbox, Xbox. I don't have. I never had an Xbox. Do you have an Xbox? Yeah, I had an Xbox, and I played the shit out of everything in the world on it. This is the best utilization of the system. I, Halo. Uh, I'm Halo torn 2, over I mean. Halo or Halo 2. Halo 2, I mean. Well, yeah. Halo 2, story-wise, 
No, but like, like utilizing the system. Midway. But yeah, the best, utilizing the Halo system, Two, the online multiplayer aspect. Halo Two, mm-hmm. yeah, toast my goats. That, my goats, your goats, toast them all. Toast the goats. What else was really popular on Xbox? Like that was exclusive. Um, Ninja Gaiden Black. Okay. Um, there was Kotor was exclusive to Xbox. Was it? Interesting. Question mark. I don't remember. Um, but yeah, definitely Halo Two. I can't think of anything else that was on that system. I don't remember being there being that much. I mean, on. what if we had done any research about this beforehand? I think it's funner that we had <laughs> any research beforehand. Uh, I mean, you could just look up stuff right now, but I think just naming it off the top of our heads is fun. Maybe we'll return to this in the more like. Uh, oh fuck! Yeah. What? This is just like this doesn't make either of these two options. But man, did you ever play Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance two? I think we've been over this before. I've never played Baldur's okay, Gate. Okay, Baldur's Gate is... From Bioware. Listen, listen. Baldur's Gate is very different than Dark Alliance. Okay. It's under the same Baldur's Gate and t- little thing, but Dark Alliance, it was an action RPG. Ooh. But it was good as shit. Also, that game was very rare, and you can sell it for a lot of money nowadays if you have a copy. I do have a copy, but it doesn't work because it's scratched, so it's worthless. Um, You don't need to tell the people on eBay that, though. <laughs> <laughs> So that happened while I was shipping. I don't that know how it is got irrelevant, but I'm glad I brought it up. You're welcome, America. If you can find some way to play Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance 2, fucking do it. So here's where we start getting to the good systems. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start talking about Xbox 360 first because that came okay. out first. Xbox 360, go. I think the game that utilizes the 360 the best or the game that is the best on the system overall, that's really tough for me, but I'm going to say Mass Effect. Mm, I think I would agree with that. Uh, there wasn't, there still isn't a game that. It, oh, but oh, mm, Gears of War though. Okay. Like Gears of War two. Mm-hmm. First of all, those games when they came out were fucking gorgeous. I'm sorry. Moment to go back to PS2. Jack and Daxter series, Ratchet and Clank series. Meh. How did those not come up? Meh. Meh. Okay. Sorry. We'll go back to 360 now. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, Gears of War, they were, when they came out, they were like, holy shit, this is, what are you laughing at? No, I just had this, I just remember this thought, this kid had me convinced that when the 360 came out, it was backwards compatible with PS2 games. Oh my god. And I believed him. You're an idiot. I'm an idiot. Like, the uh. whole, like, different company thing didn't, like, quite click for me. Like, oh yeah, Sony would totally never let Microsoft do that. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, you go ahead. Um, so I would make an argument for Gears of War, Gears of War 1, 2, and 3. I'd probably say 2. There's a fourth one, too, Judgment. When that one came out on. Oh, that was 360? That was 360. Judgment, yeah. Um, I would make a case for Gears of War as, like, maybe one of the... Oh, it's tough. Especially since this console generation was so long. It was 10 years, like... It was super long, yeah. Like, most games we probably think of came out on that. I mean, yeah. there's Dead Space. Mm. Dead Space is mighty good. I love Dead good. Space. Technically, Dark Souls was also on the 360. I'm going to say Mass Effect mm-hmm. for, like, technically what was possible in a game. Yeah. And then game I think you should play on 360 
I'm gonna go with Gears of War two. Yeah, like because that was an exclusive to the like you got an Xbox to play those exclusive games. Yeah, that was probably the the most notable one. Halo never really hit the same strides on the 360 for me that it did on the Xbox. Um, we skipped a little bit. We're gonna pause before we go to PS3. What did we skip? We skipped the DS. Nintendo DS. We yeah. did skip the DS and the PSP. You know, I was so I was really looking back and thinking about that. I think I liked the PSP more than the Nintendo oh, DS. Oh, absolutely! Fucking Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely phenomenal Metal Gear Solid game. Uh, one of my favorites. I know this wasn't particularly an amazing game. Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core. Yeah, I loved that game. That was so, so cool. So good. I was looking at this, not really like a DS game I'm, I'm looking at. I'm like, that game was great. I'm mm. thinking, oh, oh, Mario 64 DS. Oh, that was Mario 64. Right. The Zelda games, they're good, but they're like the worst of the franchise. Yep. Oh, Mario Party. Oh, the, the garbage parties of yeah. the already garbage Mario There parties. was the Layton series, which I liked the Layton series on the DS a lot. That's Layton? Layton? Oh, Professor Layton. Yeah. Gotcha. Those were very good, but there really wasn't that many like n- n- really notable games. Like, if you think about the games that utilized the DS the best, yeah, Brain Age, Nintendogs. Not games yeah. I look back at and I'm like, ooh, yeah, I played this shit at Nintendogs. <laughs> My Brain Age was fantastic. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I what, what was notable DS. to you on the DS? I honestly never had a DS before the this okay. new Nintendo 3DS. Which we'll get to. It's yeah. one of Nintendo's best systems. But everything this is similar to like the Game Boy Advance where everything I can remember that was on that system was literally just ports of SNES games or a port of a 64 game mm-hmm. with added features or a port of Final Fantasy 4 that was the complete version. And I did really enjoy playing Final Fantasy 3 on my DS. Yeah. But that was notable about that game though is that it was not the same Final Fantasy 3 that came out in America. Final Fantasy 3 that came out in Japan never came to America or something like that. There's something weird like that. And then that one was remade and brought to the DS. And that was very good. Since we didn't do any research ahead of time, I feel like a lot of that was wrong. (laughs) (laughs) But I might be right. I don't know. Nice. So we'll just kind of agree that Nintendo DS... Maybe, I don't know. You shouldn't play it? (laughs) Yeah, like if there's... Okay, when was the best game on the DS? What? Mario Kart DS. All right. There we go. Great. Fucking great. Yep. Both. Done. <laughs> Who's going to reprimand us for it? Nobody. No one. PSP, Metal Gear Solid, Peace Walker. I would absolute say, best game on the thing. Yeah, I would say that is undeniably the best game. Also, on God of War, Ghost of Sparta. And Chains of Olympus. And Chains of Olympus are fucking great games, I too. never really liked the, those games too much. Like, the God of War games in general. Yeah. I played a lot of the, those two games. Yeah. They were very good. They also... I remember, this is so weird. I remember my mom looked at that game and was like, wow, that game looks good. (laughs) Like, like she's like, that looks like the games you play on the TV. And that was the first time I played a handheld game. Like, Sony was always making the promise of, like, you're going to play these console-level games on the go. That Those two games and Peace Walker were the only three games I felt that really hit that. Yeah. Like, Daxter... There was a I liked that game, but it was never really the same thing as playing Jack and Daxter yeah. or Assassin's Creed, whatever the fuck it was called. No, that was on the Vita. They no, that was a... Liberation. There was an Assassin's Creed game on the PSP. I remember because after I installed Homebrew, I pirated it, and it was not good. 
So I'm glad that no way. What was it called? Let's look it up. I think it was like similar because there's like a DS oh, port of it as well. Altair Chronicles. No, that was a DS game. Assassin's Creed PSP. Assassin's Creed Bloodlines. Yep, Assassin's Creed Bloodlines. It was not good. I feel like I played this. We got a sixty-three percent. Uh, yes, I, I did play this. It was. As good as an Assassin's Creed game was going to be on a system <laughs> like that. All I right. do remember that game now. Um, oh, wow. PlayStation 3. PlayStation 3 was good. Mm, that was some good shit. Best utilization. I don't think we can debate this. Last of Us or Uncharted. Oh, man. For me, it's Last of Us. You know what's weird? I didn't even think of those games on that system. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I most recently played them on PS4. I did play it on PS4 first, but I, I, I'm oh, going to count man. it as a PS3 game. Um, I have not yeah, played a Last game. Last of Us, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I have not played a game that is that engrossing in storytelling and that like emotionally wrenching throughout. Such a good game. Yeah. Nailed it. Done. All of those. Yep. Last of Us, Uncharted, 1, 2, 3, go. But Demon Souls... No, uh, Demon Souls was pretty good, but there are other. I mean, Dark Souls was. I think is. I. I, I played enjoyed, a little bit of Demon Souls. But I, I like Dark Souls Demon more. Souls better than Dark Souls Three. I haven't played Dark Souls One or Two, but I enjoyed Bloodborne better than all of those. Oh, uh, Bloodborne's so good. We'll get to Bloodborne. Yeah, we'll get there. Uh, PS3 is done. That was quick. Nailed mm-hmm. it. Uh, Nintendo Wii. Ner Wiener. Best utilization of the Nintendo Wii. Yeah. This is where it gets tough, actually. I disagree. I think it's very easy. Skyward Sword had the best utilization of what the Wii hardware was. I never played that game. Best-looking Wii game. And it was the the, the one-to-one motion controls worked better than other motion controls I played on the Wii. Hmm. I very can't good. argue against it because I literally, I don't think I've, I think I've seen the box art of that game. I think that's all I know about that it's game. It's actually, I, I, I will say, this, I stopped playing it because as much as I'm going to say, yeah, it utilized the Wii motion controls very well, I also hated using the Wii motion controls to play <laughs> that game. But it did utilize them very well. That's just not how I wanted to play a Zelda game. Yeah. The dungeons in the game, however, are fucking awesome. And I, I'm, I'm going to go back and play that game at some point just to play those dungeons and just kind of Good power through the finding a system to do it on. No, I have a Wii U. Yeah, until it's dead forever in your life. Nintendo systems last a long time. My GameCube lasted 15 years. Yeah, but now everything is shit. Have you felt that Wii U gamepad? I don't know. I don't know what point you're trying to make. You're just trying to make me mad because I'm a Nintendo fanboy. Super Mario (laughs) Galaxy 2, though. Yeah, Super Mario Galaxy maybe the best game on that system. Yeah, Metroid Prime 3. You wanted to bring that up. I did. That was like as like a. And then you then you thought about it more. And then I thought about it more and realized that there were a lot of other good things on the Wii too. Mario Galaxy, I feel so bad for not playing those games. You have the opportunity. You have a Wii U. It is available for twenty dollars on the Wii U. And once this is a reason to get a Wii U alone. The Metroid Prime trilogy is twenty dollars on Wii U. Hey, holy shit! Do you know why you shouldn't get a Wii U though? Because it's like more than two thirds the cost of a Switch. One game we totally forgot to talk about on the GameCube: Smash Bros. Oh. Fuck! And Nintendo 64. Yeah, that one's not as good. (laughs) (laughs) Because you haven't played it. No, I have. It's so slow in comparison to the other ones. Oh, shit. I played, to be fair, I also played it after I played every other Smash Bros. game 
and then I went to go play that one what at, like, we, a Smash Party. What did we say? A Smash Party, let me clarify what a Smash Party is, <laughs> before assumptions are made, is a party where you play Smash Brothers. Oh, okay. Not where you Smash Brothers. No, yes, not where okay. I Smash the Brothers, yeah. Uh, what did we say for GameCube? Were the two games? Metroid Prime. And Prime. I think it was just Metroid Prime, Metroid Prime. Metroid Prime Resident Evil 4. I think we should throw Smash Bros. in there. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, uh, fucking yeah. Next up. So, we we have Skyward Sword and Galaxy, Galaxy 2. Galaxy 2, yeah. Okay. PlayStation Vita. Okay. Here's what I'm going to throw out there. Yeah. Best utilization, Tearaway. Nope. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, but I do, I do have, I do have a close one though. Yeah. Um, you're not gonna agree. Many people might not know this game, but Luminous on Vita. I, I I didn't play it. It is so I I have a Vita in my in my dresser right now that is broken, and I'm going to get it fixed and pay the like hundred thirty dollars to get it fixed, only to play Luminous. I will do nothing else on that, besides play Luminous. It is a a Tetris style Puyo Puyo game where actually it's more Puyo Puyo because you're trying to combine like colors and stuff. Okay. And you get these like, you get them, you get, they come down in uh four, two by two grid, like blocks that come okay. down. You have to combine them together. And it's also to dance music. And I love dance you music, love dance music. Yep. And you get bonus points by tapping the back touchpad to the beat of the music as you're playing it. I have lost so many hours into that. They'd be like, "Hey, it's nine o'clock. I'm gonna, you know, play a little bit, and then then go to bed." And I'm like, "Holy fuck! It's three o'clock in the morning, and I don't <laughs> know what happened." And it's not an exaggeration. Like that happened many, many times. Yeah. So I would say Luminous is like up there for me. But but you don't know away, it. Man. Tear away because of the camera utilization, they the back touch, every fucking drop of that Vita. I would even go as far as to say tear away is the best game to utilize every aspect of a console unlike any other game yeah. on any other console. No other console a game has taken so much advantage of the system it's on other yeah. than Tearaway. Uh, yes, I agree with you. This will be a little bit of a shock, I think, to you, but I think the best game people should play on it is Killzone Mercenary. No, I agree with you completely, yeah. yeah. What's really funny, I got really into the online multiplayer. Me Killzone too. Mo- Me it, too. It was good. It was really good. Yeah. I think that definitely got it was it was gorgeous for what it was what was there. Uh, I think a close second obviously is Uncharted: Golden Abyss and Gravity Rush. Uh, yeah, Gravity Rush. It that just was really a good. Fun game. I love Gravity Rush. I know it was you great. did. Um, but yeah, Killzone Mercenary definitely play the fuck out of the game. Best utilization, Tearaway. Mm-hmm. And one was really really good too. What? Um, re- the Resistance game. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Uh, new Nintendo 3DS. And by that, I mean 3DS slash new Nintendo 3DS. Best game, Link Between, Link Between Worlds. I think, yeah, I think that game is I gotta say so. really, really good. But you only utilizes the system. In this case, utilizing the system the best means the best 3D. Yeah, maybe. I mean, there's also the accelerometers and the stylus. And... Here's a game that combines all those. Okay, tell me about it. Luigi's Mansion. Luigi's Mansion. The best utilization of the 3DS hardware. That game is yeah. fucking great. I never beat it. So good. I actually am on the final boss and never beat it. Because it kind of is like, it's the only game where I'm like, I don't want to beat it. Like, I just want to, like, enjoy this game forever. This, like, this game's so much I don't want to beat it. I really took my time with it, but I loved every second of playing that game. Yeah, it was, it was great while I played it. Yeah, really good. Super Mario 3D Land. 
Yeah, that was pretty good. It was very I, good. I, I don't think it was anywhere near, like, oh, maybe it is best on 3DS. I don't know. It's a very good 3DS game. It is one of the few 3DS games, or few Mario games that I completely 100%ed. I get every coin, top of the flagpole as Mario and Luigi in every single level. And even in the secret world? Even in the secret world. Dang. So I, And all the coins in the secret world. And when you do that, you get a bonus level that is impossibly hard. Beat that with Mario and Luigi 2 with the top flagpole. Dang. Boom. You guys, holding the single. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, Luigi's Mansion and what else? Link Between, Link Between Worlds. Worlds. I think I, I, think I like that. Yeah, that was... Can we just take a moment to say how awesome that system was? 3DS? Yeah. It still is, technically, because Nintendo says it's not going away. (laughs) It's totally going away. Smash Bros. on it? Smash Bros. on it? You got a full-fledged Smash Bros. game on that thing? It was amazing. Oh, so so good. The Mario Kart game on it is also very good. There's... It's also the first handheld system that really had took advantage of virtual console yeah so you have like super metroid super mario 3d world oh, super mario world not super mario 3d world <laughs> that was on the wii u which we'll get to it is also the best place to play ocarina of time and majora's mask exactly there's so many great games on that but going to the whole virtual console it's also the best place to play those virtual console games to yeah. our first episode of the podcast where we yes. talk about how bad the virtual console was on the wii u yep. but it's all fixed if you played it on a 3ds all of the uh, delay in controls. Yeah. Uh, hey, Wii U, what's up? I liked the Wii Mario U Mario Kart 8. Mario Kart 8 is the best game. Absolute best game on it. So here's the tricky thing. Do we count Breath of the Wild? That is a Wii U game. Hmm. But it's tough because Mario... Oh, Mario Kart and the Wii, by the way, was also very, very good. Yeah, that was a great one. Very good. I actually said it's my favorite game on that system. That's for that system specifically. And I'd say Mario Kart 8 is also <laughs> here's the really here's the really funny the two games you just brought up Mario Kart 8 and Breath of the Wild but the best games of the Wii U also the best games of the Nintendo Switch <laughs> <laughs> literally both the same exact games yep so yeah I I'd say that for me Mario Kart 8 is if you're not counting Breath of the Wild is the best game in the system yeah. if you're counting Breath of the Wild Breath of the Wild is the best game in that system however Mario Kart 8 utilizes the system the um the best in terms of the graphic graphical fidelity it is so insanely gorgeous definitely 60 frames of buttery smooth mario kart action oh Oh. butter (laughs) love butter what game took advantage of the wii u gamepad very well none that's why they failed because they didn't let anyone know why it was a good thing to use because it wasn't a good ubisoft had the best utilization of it zombie u zombie u the zombies coming after you you got to find your flashlight in your backpack which is your bu gamepad oh my god star fox (laughs) no well no it was a trash game no but using that as your aimer and things but when people say that the controls were convoluted because (laughs) of of that i don't know if utilizing it the best is good in that case oh you're right uh what else came because there was a lot. Of, oh, 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 O'Reilly's best utilization parts. of the Wii U gamepad. I can't believe I this didn't dawn on me. Mario Super Maker. Mario Maker. Yep, yeah, Mario Maker. Mark and Mario, not Super Mario Maker, just Mario Mark Maker. Mario Mario Maker. Mario Maker. Mario Maker. Yep. Mario Maker. Best utilization. Yeah, nailed it. Done. Didn't Mario like Maker, the game, Mario Kart 8. 
didn't like the game though. It's just because you were bad at levels. No, and also nobody else was good at making levels and yeah. making them discoverable. Exactly. Yep. The discoverability was terrible. I yeah. just was only fed shitty levels. Yeah. It was not worth playing. They need to re-release the game on the Switch, and like in handheld mode. That's where you can edit because you're yeah. just like kind of like throwing handheld mode, just making levels, and then yep. you dock it and you can play them. That'd be great. That sounds good. I'll have that. Okay. Uh, so next one's next up is Xbox One. Xbox One. So. What would I don't? There's not really many exclusive games. <laughs> of the so Xbox games Lord. I can think of are Halo, Gears of War, Sunset Overdrive, Quantum Break. Quantum Break was interesting. Mm. I don't think it wins either of those categories, though. No, it doesn't. Um, it's tough to say utilizes the hardware the best because there's not really any specific like connect or there's nothing specific. That, I don't know. There just wasn't. There's not many standard Xbox One games to me. Yeah. I think Sunset Overdrive is the best exclusive Xbox One game. That's kind of sad. Yeah. Halo Wars Master 2. Chief Collection? That's a no. remake of games yeah. that... Two of which we said weren't as good as the other the prior two. Halo 5 wasn't that great. The multiplayer was, was good, according to my roommate, who plays that a lot. The single player was not that good, according to me, who played it. Mm-hmm. Dark Souls um, 3. Well, dang. Yeah. Mass Effect Andromeda? <laughs> <laughs> Horizon Zero? Oh, no. Resident Evil 7? <laughs> Sunset Overdrive. Sunset Overdrive is, is probably my pick for best game on it. God, I hope they have a good E3. Yeah, this is why I'm worried about Microsoft. Yeah, oh, we're not going to have time to talk about that part today. We'll work that into next yeah, week. Yeah, no, I have. Oh, yeah, no, it's not. I'm not ready to talk about that yet. Um. Yeah. Yeah, uh, PS4. PS4? <laughs> PS4. Um, this is going to be tough for me. Bloodborne. Best Bloodborne game. was freaking great. Although Horizon Zero Dawn, man. Oh, my God. So, uh, all right. Where do we want to start with? Utilizes hardware the best? I don't know. I just want to say Horizon Zero Dawn. You for everything. Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> but, God, yeah, Bloodborne, I fucking loved that game. That's the game that got me into the Souls series. Yeah. I remember being stuck in the first area for six hours because I could not beat the boss. And like that was just how the, the game cleric beast. Yeah. Yeah. And I just kept trying to level up and get better six hours. And then after that, I'm like, man, am I have to play every single area like this in order to get past it. That sucks. But like, Nope. That's just how I had to learn how to dodge effectively and yep. attack. And, and now I'm, I would say you I'm never great. learned how to heal appropriately though. No. Yeah. I died every time lot. you play those games, you just like, Health goes all the way down, and then I'm like, hold in, hold in, heal, and then just go running into a crowd of people. I'm like, hold in, heal! That's <laughs> because so my middle name is Danger. And you die. Your middle name is, doesn't matter what it is because you're fucking dead. No, I, I'm i just really. So, what I, my strategy in that game is that I level up my, my stamina more often, so I can just yeah. jump around enemies really quickly. Health isn't as important to me. It doesn't matter if your health is high, you have potions to heal you. A limited amount. I don't want to use them. Oh, my all God. Them. Um, I usually wait until my health is like down to pretty low, and then I increase it. Horizon and Bloodborne, y'all. Those are the two games you pick on the PS4. Horizon and Bloodborne. So my it's because this is where I think things will diverge more for us, The Witness is up there for me. Really? Yeah. That game is really, really good. As like the best game or a game that utilizes the system? As one of the best games. 
on the PS4. And then on top of that, I think Uncharted 4, considering it's the only Uncharted game I actually liked. And I loved it. Uh, for... Are PS4? we just listing games you love on the PS4? Or are we... It's, it's, I, well, I'm just brainstorming the best one. Just brainstorming the best ones. We named bunches, a bunch of games for the other consoles. <laughs> Why are we suddenly being more strict about what's only... Because Horizon Zero Dawn exists and you haven't played it yet. I, I will play Once it. Once you play it, you'll agree with me and everything else will be sucky. I'm so. worried about playing that game. Don't worry. It's great. I'm really worried about it. Don't worry. Um, cool. Yeah. So those are the... Then Swatch. Oh, that's right. We can't... Is, is, I mean... Ah, jeez. If I were to Legend of Zelda. Nope. I would say Lego City Undercover. Legend of Zelda and Fast RMX. I'm kidding. I would say utilizing the system the best. Legend of Zelda is the best one. I, I, I don't think anyone would really debate that. Yep. But the the game that utilizes the system the best is Snipperclips. Okay. Gives, gives you the Joy-Con and attaching the Joy-Cons to like... You know, the more, the more I think about that game, the more I just don't like it. Really? Yeah. I like that game. I mean, I'm not into puzzle games, really. It's because you're lame. Mm, I actually yeah, would say being it. into puzzle games makes you more lame. <laughs> What game um, are you playing? The Witness. Yeah. I'm just not into puzzle games. And then it's like, oh, this is kind of a cool concept. Okay. I don't want to do this 90 times. It's the first game I played uh, on the Switch in like a party setting where everyone was just laughing outrageously. No one would have had that with Fast RMX. Good. I love Fast great. RMX, but I think Super Clips is the better utilization but f- of the Switch. For real, though, the only game that exists on the Nintendo Switch is Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. So pretty much, yeah, yeah, yep. Is that all the systems now? That did we do all it? All the systems, we did it. We did it. We did well, it. now we have to do systems that are coming out in the future. Starting with, I'm kidding. Oh my god, you guys, that took a lot. Oh, longer oh, than I thought, oh, that was we fun. forgot one. We did forget oh, one. What did we forget? If you want to count it, mm? PlayStation VR. Mm, I do. Uh. Oh, God. Resident Evil 7 is the best Resident utilization. Definitely the best utilization. Absolutely. But when it comes Thumper. to best game on it. Thumper. Thumper was fucking great. Honestly. Oh, shit. I don't know. Best utilization might go to Rush of Blood. Until Dawn Rush of Blood. Did you play the full game? Yeah, I played every level of it. And it was a fucking blast. I just, the whole on-rails aspect is just so uninteresting to me. Well, the only time you played it, one of the controllers fucked up and you were inebriated. So I was not inebriated. <laughs> you totally were. <laughs> I think you'd have a better experience with it if you played it again. But also, you don't like scary things, do you? No, I love scary things. Oh, yeah, things. you do. I'm a just huge kidding. fan of scary I'm movies getting you confused stuff. with someone stupid. Yeah. Um, that was a backhanded compliment. Oh, thank you so much. You're I welcome. mean, I thought it was more of like a... I think you're also stupid, so I commonly confuse <laughs> you with people that are stupid. No, so uh, Russia Blood and Resident Evil. I think Russia Blood, oh, but Thumper. God damn it, Thumper was great. Resident Evil was being in that world. You played the whole game in, Res- in the entire VR. thing, yeah. yeah. And I could only play it in two hour chunks because it was just like that's all my heart could take. Mm-hmm. But Thumper, I was straight up addicted to that game for the first two weeks that I had. I played that game almost exclusively. In fact, there are so many games that I have not played that I bought at launch that I just haven't played because I played Thumper so much, and then something else came out, and then I just kind of didn't play the rest of those things. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, shout out to Russia Blood. Oh, but Batman. Batman was cool. I don't... Mm. Fuck. What was the one where he wrote the spy and he had all those little mini... I expect you to die. I expect you to die. I loved that. That's that like... Fun. That's my... F- the I got the best sense of place, I think, in that game. Where I was able to interact with everything and kind of play around. Yeah. It. I'm going to shout out Russia Blood. Resident Evil 7. Russia Blood for... You should do it. Or I mean, for using all of the shit Resident Evil 7 for you should play this all in VR okay I would say Resident Evil 7 and then Thumper cool yeah cool titties cool so I got some subscriber interrogatives what for you Chad tell me all about it let me pull tell them. me your questions let me pull I love answering questions so what was your let's start with the first one here because that makes sense because you okay. do things in order what was your first or your favorite E3 announcement and then your favorite like conference? My favorite announcement is a little bit of a cheat, but it was the PS4 announcement. The one that, – That's the – Not, the, that, not that, the announcement of the PS4, but – The conference. Yeah, the conference. I 100% agree with you. I don't think – it was just one after another. Hey, fuck you, Xbox One. Hey, fuck you. We yeah, here's you. how you share a game. <laughs> yep. Like I'm going to hand it over to you. Oh, yeah. What's the price? 100 bucks less. It was like smaller, sleeker, cooler looking system. So great game lineup. Like yeah. ever, it was just such a fucking bombshell. Yeah, I think it's not even. It's not even because their conference was amazing. If it weren't for Microsoft's <laughs> devastatingly bad sports, conference, sports, television, sports, TV, yeah. entertainment system, all in one. Yeah, so I think that yeah. was like. My favorite. Don't share your games with anyone. (laughs) We own all your games. But honestly, I think one, maybe my favorite, I think last year's Sony presentation was the fucking coolest presentation. There was nothing but games. It was like so many great games. games, And there was just no bullshit in there. And it was, it was so amazing. I think that was was my favorite conference ever. And then like the moments of the, Hey, Xbox One, fuck you. Those are my favorite E3 moments. Or what about game announcement? I think that's, that's what the game I think that's what the subscriber okay. was really going for oh, with the question. Got you. <laughs> um, game announcements. When they announced Final Fantasy VII Remake for real. Oh, no, that was PSX, wasn't it? Yeah, that was PSX. Yeah, that was PSX. Well, shit. Hmm. So mine's a total cheat. What is it? But it does count within the rules. Best announcement at a uh, E3. Yeah. Last year's Nintendo with the Zelda announcements. It was the whole conference. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the game was already revealed. Like the trailer, I should say the yeah. trailer. Like that trailer. No, because the game they had said, "Hey, it is coming out," but they didn't really reveal like what the world was and all that. Like that reveal was. If I'm going to nerd out here for a second, I've watched that trailer within the past week. <laughs> oh, my God. Because it's such a great trailer. It's so good. I like watching trailers in general. Yeah. I go back and watch like old game reviews and stuff all the time. I don't know if I could pick. You know what was cool, though? I was super intrigued. I don't I don't know if this is my favorite. I just can't think of any right now. But when Watch Dogs was announced. Oh, yeah. Because they hadn't was, announced next-gen systems yet. Right. But they just kind of, this is the concept for the game. It's coming to some undisclosed systems. But that was a cool reveal, the kind of what that was going oh, to totally. turn into. Oh, totally. Yeah. It turns out the game's bleh, but That's usually the case, though, with those, like, next-gen, take a look at this game. Yeah. It's always like, whoa. 
whoa, games in the next generation are going to be so much better than the last generation. <laughs> and you're like, oh, they're kind of the same thing. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Good question, subscriber. <laughs> Uh, I added one in here. What? Are the, I mean, somebody added one. <laughs> game-related injuries. What are some game-related injuries you can think of? First of all, what comes to mind I, to me is I all of these people in Korea that die from playing for 48 hours straight World of Warcraft. Is that seriously a thing? I, I, I feel like I read one of those every year. Man dies in China or man dies in Korea because he played World of Warcraft for 48 hours and forgot to eat or something like that. I don't really have any game injuries. The worst is like... Playing on my smaller 3DS when I had that, I got hand cramps. Oh man, did you did you ever play Mario Party on the Nintendo 64? No, I never played Mario Party spin, in general. You on the games where you had to spin the joystick and you would do it with your palms. You could spin it fastest, and then you oh. wear a hole in the middle of your hand, and all the skin's gone. <laughs> yeah, that's dedication. Fucking Mario Party, man. It's kind of like oh, Chad always wins, but he's seriously injured at the end of it, so I'm okay with it. <laughs> I'd rather have my hand intact rather than win this Mario Party game. Yep. Mini game. I don't... Uh, hand cramping, it's the worst I've had with... Hand cramping. Yeah. Sucks. It's the worst. Uh, and you gotta, like, stop playing for three seconds and stretch your hands out for a second, and you go right back into it. It's like, oh, it's unbearable. Yeah, terrible. You should go to the doctor. And then what are your favorite couch co-op games? Um, I, The best one's Overcooked. Overcooked is freaking great. Super Clips counts in that. But couch co-op games? Yeah. Mario Kart. Mario Kart. Mario Kart. I really enjoy Borderlands. That's a really fun one to play couch co-op with. Oh, is that co-op? Really? Yeah. Up to four players. Yeah. Uh, with split screen. What? Split screen gaming podcast. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Oh. Um, other couch co-op. Uh, I had a really fun time playing Diablo 3 with Tom. That mm-hmm. was super fun. Yeah. I'm also really enjoying some of the, the cooperative stuff with VR. And I'm really looking forward to Star Trek Bridge Crew. That comes out. Uh, that next game month. looks so boring to me. Oh my gosh. Have you ever played the iOS game Space Team? No. Oh my gosh. We should play Space Team soon. It's a game where each person has their own control panel. Yeah. And you're getting instructions for other people. Mm-hmm. So, like, you might have flush the toilet overdrive the corroborator to 94 like all of these nonsense things on the spaceship mm-hmm. and if we don't do all of these things and asteroids hit us and wormholes and then we f- fucking crash everywhere god i wish i would have brought this game up on our ios games episode yeah just doing the same space thing. team it's so much fun but if you play with a bunch of people it's just a bunch of people screaming instructions at each other that are nonsense close the pirate flap and then it's like who the fuck is a pirate flap it's still telling me to close the pirate anyway it's basically just screaming a lot of nonsense instructions at everyone really to try to avoid everyone crashing and dying. Mm. And that's what I feel like Star Trek Bridge Crew is going to be. It's just like everyone shouting commands at each other and all of these people in these VR headsets I linked don't. up across the world. It's so every time I've seen a trailer for it, it is always just like, you can be in the bridge with the crew. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> and that's the only point they make. They don't bring up like... You know, this person do that. I'm sure it's part of it, but they don't point that out. Yeah. So it just seems like it's going to be this really slow-paced game. Well, I'll let you know when I buy it sometime very soon. I will let you know when you waste your money. Speaking of wasting money, you bought a Switch. (laughs) I'm just kidding. It's awesome. I love my Switch. It's blue. Uh, Hey, y'all. That's all we got for this week on the Split Screen Gaming Podcast. Our most ambitious podcast yet. To date. Episode 9. Nine of these. Will you do us a favor? If you've listened this long, you've listened for an hour and a half, you went through some stuff with us. We were tired, 
and you gave us food. We were thirsty, and you gave us drink. <laughs> Share this with your friends. Tell your friends, hey, you guys know that Holden DePardo and that Chad Michael Linus guy? You should listen to them. They're great friends. You'll be best friends with them, too. So share it and show them our podcasts on our website and stuff. We've also got some exciting things coming up as well. We have a spoiler chat of Horizon Zero Dawn. I swear to God, I almost said Horizon Breath of the Wild. Oh, my God. Which would be really sad if we made that mistake. I already said New Super Mario Bros. in this. Yep. So we have a Horizon Zero Dawn spoiler chat coming up, which would be very exciting, with another lifelong friend, Josh Osborne. Josh Bourne. Josh Bourne. Josh and Bourne. Josh and Bourne. I'm Jason Bourne in a Sean Connery accent. <laughs> uh, hey, y'all, you're great. You're fucking beautiful flower men. Goodbye. <laughs>